Hello, everybody, and welcome to HCS Pro Talk, your weekly Halo eSports podcast. This is episode 173 for the week of March 21st, 2021. My name is Josh, a.k.a. JK Fire, a.k.a. I'm going to give myself another name here, the, the squeaky one, because my voice might crack a lot as it already has, I think, twice in the intro as already in this fucking show. So get ready for that, and I apologize in advance. I don't know what the fuck is going on. I feel fine. It's just my voice has decided that it wants to escape me and go into the ether somewhere. So that might happen. I am joined, as always, by the man. Huh. The man who has not only made it to the playoffs, but who is going to win the motherfucking hockey championship along in the smoky hoodie. Will, a.k.a. I, Mr. Mayhem. Will, how are you doing on the Sunday afternoon? I'm doing fine, man. I'm doing all right. We uh, The team did lose the game last last night, so we are in second place going into the playoffs. But uh, but you're in the playoffs. Yeah. That's all that matters. Feel pretty confident. Hell yeah. Yeah. Do you want to... Should we move on and let the people know what's on the show today? Why not? Yeah. Be reckless. So we have... For the kids, also welcome Voodoo Man in the chat, part of Gamers Outreach. That's why we're for the kids. Tournament announcements, tournament teases, tournament updates, and tournament results. Lots of tournament information that's happening this week, obviously. We have our Shyway interview tease later on in the episode. Very excited for you to hear a little bit of that. That'll release on Tuesday. We have Money Talks. We're going to talk about some esports and gaming business stuff later on in the show and then we end things always with some video game talk without further ado will let's get into some competitive news gamers for giving virtual marathon 2021 this is by gamers outreach from gamersforgiving.org and i quote this year's event will once again be a virtual marathon over the course of March 20th and 21st we'll be raising money to help provide entertainment to hospitalized families our goal a cool $500,000. No pressure. Over the last five years, our team has made tremendous progress ensuring gaming content is accessible to hospitalized families. In 2015, gamers outreach programs existed in around 7% of pediatric hospitals in the United States. Today, we maintain a presence in 90% of hospitals solely focused on pediatrics. That said, we've got a long way to go before each facility is fully saturated. We want to build a world where all kids have access to play without needing to wait their turn. That means providing the right type of devices as well as the right quantity. Additionally, we're actively maintaining our existing presence. It takes resources to ensure hospital staff have the latest equipment and can request support if questions arise. This year's Gamers for Giving is another step towards realizing our dream giving all hospitalized kids access to play. Funds raised will help us build a new batch of go-karts. We'll also be using resources to maintain our existing impact. We need all the assistance we can uh, we can rally to achieve this year's fundraising goal. Here is how you can help. Fundraise. We've partnered with Tiltify to help you fundraise online. Through their platform, you can start a fundraiser or even host an online stream broadcast to bring gaming to a hospital in your community. Launch or support a campaign under the Gamers for Giving event page at the link they provide. You can find out more uh, of our streaming resources at the link they provide as well. Donate. Any amount helps. Donations can be made on the Tiltify page at the link provided. Watch. 
We'll be streaming the event during the course of the weekend. Check out our stream schedule for details. Again, the link is provided in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Like Voodoo Man put in exclamation point show notes in the chat. And spread the word. Help share gamers for giving hype on social media. Sharing our cause with friends or promoting broadcasters can go a long way in building the conversation. Be sure to use our hashtag, hashtag GFG2021. Gamers Outreach wouldn't exist without ongoing support from the gaming community. The last year has been a challenge for all of us, but we've committed to making a difference during this pandemic and beyond. Gamers are helping kids face isolation, and they're a resource for hospital staff who are stretched thin. We hope you'll join us in helping others level up during Gamers for Giving. See you on March 20th and 21st online. And as an update to this, the all-time Gamers for Giving record has been surpassed. $773,471 and still climbing. So if you have the means to, please donate. Spread the word like they said. Watch the streams. And uh, if you're interested in donating during a Halo tournament, the MCC Halo 3 Pro Series event that's taking place later today, um, they will be raising money on the um, Louis V. Titan LVT production stream side of things as well. So if you want to donate and watch some Halo action as well, that'll take place later today. The next news story that we have, the next SWAT Nation tournament has been announced. This is by SWAT Nation. The Easter Headhunt V2 is a $500 Halo 5 4v4 uh, tournament where you sign up as a duo and you get a random duo as your teammates. Registration deadline is April 1st at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with the tournament date of April 4th at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All weapons will be featured. All SWAT weapons, that is, obviously. There's a $500 uh, prize pool with a free entry. And again, all the information is included in the Google Talk of the show. It's of the show. You can register right now. Speaking of tournaments, the next Pen Halo Draft Tournament has been announced. This is by Pen Halo. Halo 3 April Draft Tournament. $500 plus prize pool. $15 to register and it's a double elimination bracket. More information in the Google Doc of the show notes of the show. Europa Halo announces team additions. This is by Europa Halo. Wonder Boy joins in senior management advisory role. Mr. T and Crumpets joins to help the uh, with the admin and content. Joe Sketch rejoins the team. The Ab Abramelon, I probably mispronounced that, joins in a content partnership. And they state that we also plan to have guest casters join the broadcast with Nighty Night and Tools Cast being added to the caster roster list. Congratulations to everybody involved. Looking forward to what the future has. Speaking of the future, though, Europa Halo is coming back in full force, ladies and gentlemen. So while we can't go into specifics, we have seen a sneak peek into what the Europa Halo team has been cooking up. And let us tell you that you do not want to miss the announcement on Monday, tomorrow. Euro European Halo competition is coming back in full force in more ways than one. So stay tuned for that. And the final news story that we have today for competitive news is the Halo 5 Pro Series is now finally in a double elimination format. This is by both Martin Ohms and Snakebite. So Martin Ohms tweeted out, double elim, that is all. And that was in response to an HCS tweet for the um, Halo 5 Pro Series Pro Tournament that took place yesterday. Snakebite 
tweeted separately and said, just a little update. We now got the weekend events to be double Elam. Eight months of complaining and it finally gets switched. I'm really happy pro players are getting the change they want, but if you ever wonder why pros across so many games have to go social, this is why. And the reason why I included Snakebite's tweet in here as well is because, Will, we've talked about multiple times before how we I, I see this as kind of like a blessing and a curse where you see pro players and whatnot, what seems just like complaining all the time online when really what, what Snakebite is saying here, and I see it this way as well, is that it, it's really one of the only ways they can voice their opinion. And as we've, as we've learned in the Martin Ohms interview, go check that out if you haven't already, that one of the ways that he's able to bring this type of information to the admins, because he doesn't have final say, is mm-hmm. if people complain. And if you have those, that the, the tweets, the VODs, the clips, whatever it may be of them actually saying these things, yeah. that's how he can bring it to them. And if they don't say anything, like publicly then he doesn't have anything to go off of and he, and nothing's going to change. Right. So good, good for them for doing that. Um, as we're going to talk about later on in the show with the recaps, it really helped because there was another, not necessarily upset, but a big win that happened in the pro tournament that took place. And all of this was basically because of um, it being double elim. So awesome. Without further ado, that's it for the competitive news. Your upcoming turns of the week presented by NoobCombo.com. Check out NoobCombo.com for all your Halo Esports needs, but no merch. On Sunday, March 21st, that's today, we have the LFTG Halo 5 $1,000 2v2 qualifier number three, the Key 64 Halo 5 SWAT 44 tournament, the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4 and the HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4. They're all taking place later today. On Wednesday, March 24th, we have Wesenthal's Halo 5 Random 4v4 Snipers Tournament. On Saturday, March 27th, we have the Halo 5 Pro Series Open Tournaments for Australia, New Zealand, EU, LATAM, and NA. We have the Royal Blood MCC 2v2 Shamrock SWAT Tournament. Sleepy Letty's Halo 5 4v4 Snipers Tournament, and the TNT Halo 3 Radar Doubles Draft Tournament. Holy moly, we're not done, because on Sunday, March 28th, we have the Hydra Gaming Female Halo 5 2v2, the Esports Minor League Halo 5 4v4 Qualifier Number 2, and the Esports Arena Halo 5 4v4, along with the uh, HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 to round things out. Holy shit. You have no reason not to watch Halo this Saturday and not, Sunday. Not only that, but you have, no, you have no reason not to compete. Like, if you're any at all interested in the in competing in it, there's so many things that you could sign up it's for. ridiculous. Holy moly. Oh, my God. But, Will, that does it for your upcoming terms of the week presented by NoobCom.com. Yeah. <laughs> no merch. Which is <laughs> sorry. <laughs> like Will said, no merch, bitches, but you can check out noobcombo.com for all the Halo Esports needs. Without further ado, Will, what do we got for the tournament league recaps of the last week? Well, normally we'd have some roster mania here, and as I've mentioned over the last few weeks, 
there's nothing really going on. All these pro teams got set for infinite and are waiting. So there's basically no movement happening at this point. So roster mania maybe will return later when things actually get shaken up. See, told you my voice is going to crack. If I just start doing stupid shit like that. Yes. Dramatic pause. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on to the tournament league recaps. We'll start off with the eSports Arena. Halo 5 4v4 results. In fourth place, we had PK. It's your Atso, who got drift and tapping buttons. Pittsburgh Knights. There you go. Yep. Third, Casey Pioneers, Druxel, Snipe, Tolik, and Manny. Second went to Halo 5 Guardians team. Mm. Renegade, <laughs> Penguin, Stellar, and Spartan. And first went to V2, Falcated, Boobadoo, Frosty, and Saiyan. Frosty, Boobadoo, and Saiyan. That's nuts. That's, right a, that's a stacked roster. That is stacked. That's a stacked roster. All right. The HCS Halo 3 MCC Pro Series 4v4 results. In fourth place, Team Foes, it's Lil T2, Phenom, Wenzor, and Zerka. Third went to Flyers, Alumni, Commonly, Hunter JJX, and Straight Sick. <laughs> I, love, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> I got it this time. Second went to the Green Cats, not the Green Monkeys still. I am de- sad about that one. Yep. Four, 400 bucks to them, though. It's Nikoski, Gilkey, Rain, and Rye Noob. First went to H3 team, taking home 600 bucks. Lethal, Trippy, Snakebite, and APG. They're back. Next up, Penn Halo H3 4v4 Draft Tournament. In fourth place, we had Team Combinified. If you didn't know, Combinified was on this team. It also included Gun Type, Synapse, and War Demigod. Wait, I think I fucked this up. Uh oh. What what happened? I think all of this is supposed to be flipped. So so fourth place went to Team Snarky Brownie. I'm pretty sure. Give me one moment. Okay, we're gonna double check that. No, nope, well, I lied. We're good. But, but I was just really confused. I'm sorry. I typed it out correctly the first time. Don't worry about me. You can continue. Well, they're right now. Let's rerun it. In fourth place, we had Team Combinified, which, if you didn't know, it concluded Combinified. It's Gun Type, Synapse, and War Demigod. In third place, we had Team Gunker, which included, of course, Gunker in Incessant, and Ebified, and Decrib. Second went to Team Coco, which included Coco Matias. Uh, Omega A is better. Uh, Aerial XL. Or as Azrael, Azrael, I think Azrael, yeah, and then uh, phase off, and then first place went to Team Snarky Brownie, which included Snarky Brownie, Holmes, uh, Godly Shots, and Padawin Row. Next up, we have the Esports Minor League Halo Five Four Before Qualifiers. This is the number one. In fourth place, we had was it Hype Def? Deep? I thought, yeah, right, what? Anyway, this included what? Illis, uh, Guns Pro Shot, Barricade, and Will Mannion. I thought, wasn't there a gamer tag of, like, Hide a Beef? There may have been. Yeah, this might be... Them. I think that's what that's supposed to be, but it's either differently spelled or misspelled. On purpose. Yeah, yeah. right? I don't know. All right. In third place, we had We Don't Play. This is Obnoxious, Lil Will. Hey. Saints and KTM Sleepy. <laughs> Lil Will. Hey. <laughs> Second went to Soroshi. Yeah, I think you got it. This included 
Hypertonic, Nikolai, uh, Telic, and Airway. And first went to get the bag. Which they did. It was Swish Fives, Diagram, Nemesis, and Avenue. There's a team that placed fifth through eighth called Birth Control. Ooh. Kind of just want to put that on worst team names just for the sake of it. It's pretty bad, yeah. It's pretty bad. Next up, we have Puckets. Pucket Rockets for the Kid Halo CE Charity Tournament. And in fourth place, we had Team, is it Quace? Which included Quace, Badger, Ha, hmm, hmm, NYC. <laughs> what a name. And then Village Idiots. Third went to Team Elamite. I think I said that one right this You time. did, yeah, because yeah. it is him. Yeah, he yeah, actually yeah. competed. Hippie Magic, McDoofus. That's a good one. Uh, regular Sir and Elamite Warrior. And yes. then... Next up, second place, Team Walshy. Walshy, Brink, uh, Fizzy, and Kelly Owens. Then first went to Team Twisted, H1 Twisted, I Am Sarah, uh, Locke, and D to the P. So, funny thing about this tournament that took place. Yeah. Well, it was awesome, regardless, because it was a Halo 1 tournament featuring a lot of the, a lot of the greats, I guess you could say. And Team Twisted got knocked out early into the elimination bracket. They came back, were a force to be reckoned with, and absolutely demolished Team Walshy. And like it was two best of fives or something like that, or two best of sevens. But like it was, I think it was four one in both. Jeez, yeah, it was it was insane. They that, killed that it. That is crazy. Do you mind if I read this real quick? Go for it. So, uh, Puckett, Chris Puckett, if guys, if you guys don't know, he he used to be um, a long, long time ago. Uh, he used to be a Halo caster. Went on to do Overwatch League stuff. Uh, I'm not entirely certain what he's doing right now, but he's he was very prolific in the Halo scene back in the day, um, during the early days and the early MLG days, all the way throughout. Um, and he's a huge Halo fan, and he's he's a great individual. And he put he put on this event to to raise money from for gamers outreach to get go karts, so on and so forth. And he said this after the tournament took place. He said, the Pocket Rockets for Kids Halo CE tournament is in the books. Congrats to Team Twisted for back-to-back wins over Team Walshy in the final. Thank you for all your support today. Together we raised $11,448 for Gamers Outreach. Halo fam, this is just the beginning. They raised almost $12,000 for that. And they were already raising money before the tournament took place. That's like the three go-karts yeah. right there. Yep. Yeah. That's absolutely insane. You guys killed it. Congratulations. And it was just so cool to see it, that kind of tournament take place. And I know Silas was excited. And he, I believe he was even as like, uh, he was listed as a sub for a team if they needed one. Oh, nice. So like I said, congratulations to everybody involved. It's fucking awesome. And Will, take it away. Yeah. We'll move on to uh, the Halo 5 Pro Series. This is an open tournament for the Latam region. In fourth place, we had Storm. Uh, this was Lure, Laylock, Strikey, and Vorzi. Third went to Team Carnage, Juan MC, Running, Gambino, and Guardian Flies. Second went to Fire and Ice, taking home 400 bucks. Magico, Sepsters, Bullet, and Eye Shadow. And first went to Pittsburgh Knights, taking home that $600 prize. Again, tapping buttons, Atzel, Plugat, and Drift. I want to know... When, if ever, that Fire Knights roster is going to knock down Pittsburgh Knights a peg. Because they are always 1-2, no matter what. And when you're about to read these EU results, mm-hmm. there's one team that, oh my God. They have separated themselves from everybody else. Go ahead. Yes, let's hit up the open tournament for EU. 
Again, Halo 5. In fourth place, it was 202-1H5. Um, it was 2021-H5. 2021-H5. Yeah. It looks like there's a space between the last two and the one. That's I think you could just thank whatever font Maddie's using in that graphic. Thanks, Maddie. Where's your merch? <laughs> <laughs> All right. 2021-H5. Carmea Fate, uh, Fate ZD. Uh, Simply Fear Me and Vemzy. Third went to uh, Angura Tafra. Yes, you did it! Yes! Oh, it makes me so happy. There you go. Uh, SLG, Kimbo, Moe's, and Snipe Drone. Second went to uh, Krogan of Vaccine. Again, 400 bucks to them. Tell me the Krogan, or Tommy the Krogan, sorry. Crossman, Outcast, and Speed. And first went to Cartel, taking home that $600 prize once more. Shady, Jimbo, Legend, and Sika. And you are right. They have definitely taken that throne and ran away with it. They're... So, I, we're, we're obviously not going to talk about it, but... Europa Halo's tournament announcements that are coming tomorrow. They, I'm, I'm anxious to see again, if cartel signs up, I'm excited to see what could happen there. I want, we want competition. Obviously it's, it's yeah. remarkable what this cartel roster has been able to do. They're, they're phenomenal. I just want to see a squad. Maybe, maybe uh, players from these other teams combine and make a, a different team and just, well, you had, like the the SLG team, right? Yes. They were running the top for a while. They were I if I'm not mistaken, I thought it was Jimbo in place of SLG. Like I thought that cartel roster was the exact same except Jimbo was SLG yeah. was in that place. I thought. It, it's possible. I'd have to go back and look. Yeah, I would have to too. Man, the, the, it's crazy cuz that roster, I mean, if they're able to switch like that and still hold that top mm-hmm. spot, and we know Jimbo is just crazy on H5. Arguably the best EU player out there. And and I don't know if that, this isn't the shit on his skill, but may, maybe that's not the case anymore, but the fact that he's solidified himself in that top running now. Well, you, we saw towards, the after Worlds, towards the end, oh, yeah. Jimbo dropped off. Yes. And yep. he stopped playing H5, but now he's back. It looks he's playing these these regularly, you know? Right. And um, it used to be that roster of Jimbo, Kimbo, Moe's, and Snipe Drone. Like yes. Th- they, were, they were the, what was the name of that roster? I can, I can imagine their logo right now. It was red and white. Um, infused? Was it infused? You're right. I think yeah. you're right. It was infused. They were that top EU team during like the early to mid- world seasons right yep and then you're right something happened i don't know if it was a communications thing or just a team thing whatever it was something happened i feel like it was a team chemistry thing sure it very well could have been that's it is what it felt like because you're right jimbo dropped off and then we had a really long lull into what the fuck is going to happen with halo 5 esports halo esports in general then these pro tournaments this pro series gets announced and it looked like Jimbo was still trying to find his place. Um, but yeah, with these new seasons of this, that cartel roster, man, I, I do firmly believe that if Jimbo were to come to North America and partner with some of these stronger teams, because we always see EU fall in like to the top six, right. Or right. like outside the top six. Correct. I do believe that he would would be a force to reckon with if he was here practicing with the very top, every like every you know week or whatever that whenever they do scrims and all that, 
it's because of that distance and, you know, people don't want to scrim because of connection and whatnot. Man, I wish he was here so that we could see what his true, like, I feel like there's more potential there yeah. for Jimbo. It's funny you mentioned that too, because that infused roster, if it was that infused roster, I could very well be wrong here and listeners, chatters, whatever it may be, correct me if I'm wrong here, but there was an event where for the first time ever, an EU team made top six because they've never have done that before. An EU team had never broken into a top five, six, if I'm not mistaken, ever in like a, in a world event. Are you looking at their placings? Yeah. yeah. I'm checking it out right now. It's hard to just dream, dream hack 2017. It's fifth eighth. Oh, was it? it was oh shit! Eighth. Am I? Am I? I'm told. Um, I thought. I swear to God, there was something. And it wasn't that long ago. It was more recent than that. I thought it was a dream hack event. Am I high? You. you. Whoa! Yo, Jordan. Jordan. Wait, holy Why shit. Do I been... feel like they placed higher than fifth, fifth, six in DreamHack Denver. You were right. Uh, yeah, higher than sixth place, fifth, six. Yeah, so that's a th the, okay. So that, that was it right there. It was DreamHack. It was that DreamHack event. That was the first time ever an EU team had made that type of placing before. They've never broken into that top fifth, sixth place before. Yeah. And you're right. I think it'd be crazy. Jordan, I'm going to shout you out in a second here, but I really want to keep this going for a second. You mentioned that it'd be really cool to have Jimbo on this side, right? Yeah. Like in, the, in America. And we had that type of thing happen with tapping buttons coming here to join the EG roster, right? When Lethal left. And they they weren't able to really do much. And I'm not saying that's a fault of tapping. Like, it's just it, the, kind of the way that the cards fell, you know? But... We've seen this type of thing happen before. And you're right. I do think that if there was a roster who was looking for a solidified talent, you you'd be you'd be dumb not to even just to consider him. Yeah. So here's hoping that I mean he doesn't necessarily have to come here, but here's hoping more opportunities are opened up, I guess you could say. Yeah, I agree. Um Jordan, thank you so much for the uh, resub for 12 months. And if I'm not mistaken, that means we've had our sub button for a year. Yeah. And that is the first uh, year badge to go out. That is. Congratulations, Jordan. Thank you so much. And woo! there it is. My first full year woo. Congratulations, man. That's fucking awesome. I had no idea. <laughs> it's like That's awesome. I had no idea. Wow. All right. Can, you can continue, though. Do it. Oh, my God. All right. And then the last pro tournament. Well, it's big. Yeah. This is the one that Josh said was double elimination. Yes. Finally. We saw some things shake out that normally don't shake out. So yes. here we go. I'm going to run through all teams here. Absolutely. With this being double elimination, the first time we see a fully fleshed out bracket happen. So your seventh through eighth teams. We'll start with uh, Team Force, Rami, Bards, Vetra, and Fluriously. And then the other seventh 
through eighth place team was Falling Esports. Dragon, Gold Star BR, Neuronical, and JK7. Were you laughing at Dragon being there? I was, because uh, <laughs> as we know, as Tony stated in our Why Not Be Reckless interview, you should go check that out if you haven't. Uh, they, no, nobody <laughs> knows how to say his name. Even he doesn't. All right. Fifth through sixth here. Well, uh, we had Ambush. Still happy that name exists. It was Ace, Sabinator, Arctic, and Spartan. Before you continue, I want to say this one thing, and I know I interrupt you all the time, but hear me out. Every time. Uh, apparently, there was a lot of server issues that were happening with Halo 5 during the tournament. To where, if you watch, there's Spartan has a clip out there. You should check this out. They're playing on the rig. He literally fell through the floor. Like into the the lava pit where camo is, you know. Yeah. But he wasn't anywhere near camo, like he wasn't near that at all. You know the jump up to there, you can look over nest. Yes. Like there's a jump up over E two. Yep. Yep. Okay. That he hopped down from there, just straight back, and fell through. Yep. And he went right through the floor. Oh wow! Like there was a little. Was there a replay for that or anything? I guess nope, I noticed nothing. Oh. There was there was a little lag, and he fell right through the floor. And and I, I I looked at that I'm like what the fuck is going on <laughs> there and uh, he tweeted out after the event it took place where there was a lot of shit that happened that and like there was server lag there's a lot of shit that was going on and there the, a lot all those games um they played against Cloud Nine which I think eliminated them from the tournament but he said that all those games they could have they could have easily won um if things went a little bit more their way so. Spartan, I feel for you, man. That sucks. And, like, obviously, we, we want things to be as with the most competitive integrity as possible. And clearly, things were not. Voodoo, uh, Voodoo Man says, I sent that clip to 343. There's, let's say they're looking into it. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you, Martin. And uh, fucking big ups to Martin in chat. Let's give him a big round yeah, of applause. Yeah. Uh, does incredible things. I can't shout him out enough. Um, Justin says, What's up, guys? I'm a little late, but still made it. Hell yeah. Welcome, not my okay. man. Um, Voodoo says, "FYI, first uh, two thousand. Yeah, the the money placings is wrong for the pro tournament here. Oh, got it, got it, got it. We'll have to reach out to Maddie Rums for that because he made that graphic. So, yeah. Right. So thanks a lot, Maddie, <laughs> for the second time. Um, so let's continue here. Yes. Uh, also in fifth six, we had Flyers, commonly Envor, Septify, and Super CC Evades. Yep. In fourth place, we had KC Pioneers. It is Talik, Manny, Druck, and Soul Snipe. Third place went to Sentinels. That's uh, Snakebite, Trippy, Royal 2, and Frosty. They were knocked out by... Cloud9. Cloud9? Yes, because Cloud9 had to fight through losers. Go ahead. Gotcha. Uh, second place went to Inconceivable, Saiyan, Falcata, Boobadoo, and Bound. They were in the grand final with Cloud9. They yep. came from winners. Yep, so there you go. That's your first place team. Cloud9... Penguin, Eco, Renegade, and Stellar. Who beat Inconceivable, two best of fives, handily. They, again, this is where that double Elim format is crucial because it really shows the true test of skill as a team to not only win a series, but have to win back-to-back series. And yes, you could say that they have the momentum going into the second series because they won the first one. But to keep that momentum going through two series, regardless of length, that's, and like I said, they handily won. So, oh boy. 
they when they're on a roll, we've talked about it so many times. They're they're literally splice, but with Penguin instead of Shotzi. We were waiting. Remember when this roster was announced? And we, well, we thought Infant was going to come out last year. Yeah. So this roster was announced, and our our immediate reaction was like, "Oh boy, they're." I mean, yes, you don't have Shotzi anymore, but Penguins no slouch. And if this game's as fast, it, a little, if somewhat as fast as Halo Five is, this team is scary. But they've never been able to do much. Lead it's like throughout these H five Pro Series events. I, I honestly do think from the little bit we've seen, it's going to play a little slower, mm-hmm. but then it can come down to map size. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could move slower and, you know, not have the, the boosting across the map, right. but if you, if the maps are small enough, you could get in fights constantly. Absolutely. So it all depends. It's, I, it might, that, that, that honestly would mean your shot means a lot more, mm-hmm. which could be, yeah, we'll see. We'll see what we'll, very, I very. gotta stop speculating. No, no, no. You're, at this I mean, point, it's, hey, it's, but it's good to keep the conversation going as to what could be, you yeah, know. Yeah. But yes, we all just want to fucking see it at this point. Give um, it to me. Yes. <laughs> uh, the fucking let me in meme where he's shaking the fence. Yeah. Uh, no, but seriously, it's shout outs to that Cloud Nine roster, a roster that we were wondering when, because it was going to happen, but we were wondering when that switch was going to be flipped, and they are like, we're back. This is this is who we are. This is what we're able to do, and fucking hats off to them winning back to back series to win that event. That's insane, absolutely insane. Awesome. That uh, that's all I got for the tournament league recaps this week, Josh. Awesome. Will, without further ado, well, first, thank you very much for running through those as always. Uh, would you mind switching us over and we can take a look at our Shyway interview tease. So before I start this, what's up, Shot? Welcome back as well. Uh, just want to give everybody a heads up. Our Shyway interview is complete. Uh, it'll go live on Tuesday at noon central time on podcast services and YouTube. So please go ahead and check that out. We have a little snippet here we're going to show you guys so you can get excited for it to be released. And then I also want to say that our next interview to conclude March Interview Madness should be I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put an asterisk on should because we haven't put it on the schedule yet because Will's got, um, we just learned about your hockey dates. Yep. So we just want to make sure we get everything ironed out there. But uh, Louis V. Titan, if you ever listen to this, we're, I'm going to reach out to you and we can get something scheduled. But it should be with the man himself, Louis V. Titan of LVT Productions. And uh, we hope to learn a little bit more of the the origins of LVT Productions, what he's up to. The man behind the madness. Oh, the man behind. Oh, yeah. I love it. Uh, but without further ado, we have our yet-to-be-released interview with Shyway. Here is a little snippet of that interview. Do you think that there are any more Halo 5 movement techniques that have yet to be found? Ooh. Uh, I think there's a lot of undiscovered depth. I don't know if it's undiscovered, just unused depth behind the short hop technique in Halo 5. Nobody does it. Uh, do you guys know what it is? No, please explain. It, so basically, you've got your standard jump and your crouch jump, right? Yep. Crouch jump is like slightly higher than a standard jump. Uh, also in classic Halo games, there's a shorter jump where if you like hold crouch and then jump, you jump at like a slightly shorter height oh, than yes. a standard jump. Yep. 
Uh, and then you have your spring jump, which is your high jump from a standstill, right? You land in crouch, release crouch and jump, and you just do this really high jump. The short hop is a super short jump where you barely leave the floor. It's like a little hop, a tiny little hop. Okay. And it's shorter than like the short jump. Um, now you have to basically press crouch and jump at the exact same time to execute it. And it works in Halo Reach onwards. So same as it, it came out with spring jumping, but it was the, the jump that nobody ever really learned about or knew about. Spring jumping took the spotlight, basically. Sure. Um, the cool thing about short hopping is it's really useful for challenging over like cover that's just above your head, if that makes sense. So like there's certain cover that's just tall enough to cover you, but if you jump challenge over that cover, it's an easy kill for your opponent because you spend a lot of time moon jumping in the air. If you short hop, then you do a quick peek. It's like doing like a little Call of Duty jump. You like peek, jump, shoot, and then fall right back down. So okay. technically speaking, if you're like odd, you're like bound or something, and you got to snipe, it's more optimal to short hop over some of those like low covers right. to get the quick snipe in and then drop without getting hurt or dying or whatever. So nobody does that yet. Huh. Um, who knows? It also lets you hit the ground earlier to spring jump earlier as well. So you can kind of optimize and do faster movement huh. in certain places, but that's even more technical. Anyway, there you go. There's a little interview tease. Yeah. The man who breaks down everything, breaks down everything, <laughs> not only breaks down, uh, short hopping, but uh, also controllers, because we had a good discussion about controllers. There's a lengthy discussion of controllers. And uh, Beth, high-tech redneck, let's just say that Shyway's in agreement with you on those scuff paddles. He'll talk about those <laughs> later on in the interview as well. So be that sure to check stuff. that out. Tuesday, 12 Central, podcast services and YouTube. It'll be published. Excited for you guys to hear everything. Um, and we get to learn a little bit about uh, behind the scenes about the man himself as well. Um, some music stuff. A little tease oh, yeah, there too. Yeah. So very, very exciting stuff. So without further ado, Will, let's get into some regular news. T-shirt announcement. This is by Halo. I need to buy one of these, by the way. Also, uh, so you know how we have, this is going to be a, uh, like a personal shout out and our partnership shout out as well. So you know how we have those Heather... Uh, those tri-blend t-shirts on our shop. Oh, yeah. HGSproject.com. Click the merch button. Check it out. Uh, the tri-shirt blend is, is very comfortable, right? Yep. Well, I'm wearing one of my Podcast Evolved t-shirts, and this is a Heather. Uh, it's a 50-50 blend. It's very comfy. Nice. Go to a podcast, halopodcast.com, right? If I'm not mistaken, that I think, right. it's, yeah, I think yeah. it's halopodcast.com. And uh, check out their shop as well. they got some cool fucking designs and stuff. This thing's rad. Things fucking red. Um, there it is. Yeah, it's halopodcast.com. So the Halo account. Uh Martin well, Martin says, I'm curious which Toronto Halo stories he shares. We didn't really get into that, I don't think. No. No, we didn't. Uh oh. I think he shouted Martin out. I think. It was a whirlwind. I don't It was a whirlwind. Was a, it, yeah. An hour and a half that seemed like it took ten minutes. <laughs> it, it's true. Very true. Um, but there's a t-shirt announcement that Halo did show your love for your new favorite dish fresh from the grasslands of reach. Pre-order your have Samoa burgers shirt starting today. Will's going to check it out right now. Yep. And yes, I need to order one because it just looks stupid and cool. Isn't that cool? 
I saw this earlier, and yeah, I. Or are you hoping it had the Pringles can on it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I thought that's a really cool what little is design. That, though. Uh, I'm curious what what that is. The moa. It's a bird from Reach. I know what that. But what is this animal? It's like, it's like an ostrich looking thing. Look up Moa Halo Reach. It, lo- it literally looks like a different colored ostrich. Do we ever run into them in Halo Reach? At the very beginning of the game, yes. Oh, okay. Gosh. At the beginning of the mission of Winter Contingency, kinda they wanna, run at you. Kind of want to play that again. They sh- they they appear throughout the game as well, but like the first time you see them is the very beginning of Winter Contingency when you when you run down uh, the slope, yes, they yes, run at you. Yes, I remember that. And you can shoot them and shit. Don't those I, just look like ostriches? Right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I didn't know we harvested them for burgers. Apparently now we do in Pringle form and apparently shirt form. So in the the last regular news story that we have, believe it or not, not a lot happening in the regular Halo news world, but Mega Constructs Special Edition set has been announced. This is by Mega Constructs. Available fall 2021, this special edition figurine set includes 20 iconic and fan-favorite characters spanned across the Halo universe with five of the most memorable characters molded in gold resin. And for a further breakdown... They have the Podcast Evolve team put out a Builds with Blocks bonus episode where it's the Mega Construct Halo 20th Anniversary Pack exclusive breakdown. So check that out. The links are included in the Google Doc, the show to the show. Um, Justin says, will we rerunning reach? I think he said, will we rerunning reach? You'll have to play on Xbox because I'm a peasant, but let's go. That's fine. With the Series X, uh, it'll play better than the PC version probably anyway. So There you go. Um, I, I have to yet I have yet to install MCC on my Xbox because I have it on PC. But It's a big boy. Yeah, I, that's, that's the problem. It's a big boy. Hey, is it? Hold on. I'm going off the but rails. Yeah, I, I'd be down to run Reach again. Why not? I'm going off the rails. I do have a lot of games to play, though, because I bought... Valhalla, and I have yet to touch it since my first session. Like, I've done nothing in that game. Which game? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Oh, yeah, I need to play more of it, too. I still have, like, I'm, I started Spider-Man and played, like, I streamed it, like, three times, and then I stopped playing it. Another game I need to play through. <laughs> so many games out there. All the games. Jordan says, finish it, both of you. Fuck, okay. Spider-Man, yeah. Um... Justin says, well, we got to rerun all the Halo FPSs before Infinite, so let's start with Reach and work our way through. It's funny you so, say that. So, oh, God. Halo-thon did, 3.0 is happening. Did we ever... We never set dates, though. No, because we don't know the date that the game's coming out. Well, uh, uh, true. Yeah, that was the whole point. Also, our audience doesn't really know what Halo-thon is because that was a JK Fire thing. It was a long time ago. Would you like to explain Halo-thon? And that, sure. Or do we want to wait for the announcement? No, I'll just I'll explain it now. We've explained it on the show a couple times, but for those who don't know, Halothon is was a well, now it's a series. Uh, it was a twenty. The first one was a twenty-four hour uh, Halo playthrough event where I would play through the Halo campaigns in a row, and I fell asleep. So the second Halothon. Halothon 2.0 was where it was in the living room of the old place that I lived in. We had friends over and we played together, right? Yeah. That was, that was the point. That, no, that, that never mind. What? 
Uh, that wasn't the one I, sl- I fell asleep behind the green screen. That was a different 24 hours. It was the one that I got high. <laughs> the uh, um, the 50 Cent game? Yeah. What, yeah. The- <laughs> Corey in the sand. Corey in the- uh, are, are these still all up on your, your YouTube? They are. Yeah, they are on the YouTube channel. I'll never get rid of them. They're, they're there forever. Um, Jordan was there. Uh, he said, exactly. That was amazing. Corey in the sand is the best. The full playthrough is on YouTube, by the way. It's like bungee day all over. Absolutely. Um, Justin says, we'll get two squads together and race. So here's what the, here's what the idea is, right? Um, Halo Fawn 3.0, um, is going to be in the living room down here. Okay. My plan is to rebuild the computer that's out there and put it back in the bigger case that I have here. Okay. Reason being is because, uh, that way or fuck it. I'm looking into capture cards because currently I can't take the Elgato in there because it's a PCIe. Yeah. And I can't put it in the computer in there because it has an MITX case in there and only has one PCIe slot, which is for the graphics card. So, if I move it back into the other case that I have in there, it's a full ATX uh, motherboard. It has multiple PCIe slots, and I can just swap it if I need to. We'll see. But the plan is is to do um, a full playthrough of every mainline Halo title um, FPS game, not Wars, not Assault, Strike, nothing like that, but like the full core FPS titles. Play through them all. And you'll be here more than likely. That was the plan, right? Was to have you here. Obviously, you're the co-host of the show, duh. Um, And then we'll see about bringing people in to do co-op sessions as well, right? So that's the plan. That is what our goal is. Um, And the other thing is the what we were thinking about doing was leading this into a playthrough of Halo Infinite. But instead... We're going to do Halothon on a different day and that way give a, like a break to recover and then go into Halo Infinite. So don't want to get haloed out before the biggest halo drops. Exactly. <laughs> and then the question is, how is co-op going to work in Infinite? And we'll go from there. But for Halothon 3.0, every mainline Halo FPS title, Will and I on the couch together out there, stream set up in there. We'll be talking to chat. We'll be having a good time. We're going to make those drinks that Hero Spartan put in the Discord because I think that'd be really cool just to chill and drink, hang out, whatever it may be. And we'll invite some people from the community to play with us um, depending upon the game that's being played. And we'll go from there. When, the last time we ran Halo 3, I feel like we were done within like an hour. Yeah, it, was it does not super take long. Quick. Yep. Now, for those who don't know how Halothon works... We typically just skip the cutscenes and just go. Um, hence why Halo 3 takes the shortest amount of time. Do we not skip the cutscenes for this though? Since it's like we don't leading have to. into the new story. Fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, let's not. But let's just say that we'll run through the games. Oh, yeah. Like. I mean, if if it gets to be. Uh, we, we need to plan out time too. We'll figure it all out yes, later. But we'll figure it all out. Something's going on. But yes, trust us when we say that Halothon 3.0 is officially happening. It'll be under the HTS ProTalk banner. And we're really excited. And who knows? Maybe we can reach out to the Podcast Evolve crew because they're the lore guys as well. And we can see about doing something there. Yeah. We, so. we should just have 
like like you said, co-op sessions. We'll just get yep. random people in. Exactly. Maybe we break this up uh, into a couple days. We could. So therefore, like we're not just going through everything in one. We can do that. It doesn't matter to me. Um, also, we could think about uh, like per couple missions or per few missions, depending upon how many people we wanted to come in, cycle through. Yeah. It just depends. We'll we'll have to wait and see. But um, just know that it's happening. It's a re- it's going to be a real thing, and I'm very excited. And I'm going to be very tired. But that's okay. That's it for the regular news. It's time for con of the games. Oh, Will. Yeah. CDL announces map rotation for stage two. This is by the Call of Duty League. Apocalypse Hardpoint uh, has been added, and Crossroads Hardpoint has been removed. I believe Chicago played uh, Apocalypse. Did they? Did they like it? Yeah, I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the map. I just like new shit. I, yeah, that's it I changes really it like up. That. We're not seeing the same map every every time. So here's the beautiful part. Remember a long time ago when we started speculating how is Halo Esports going to be run for Infinite? Sure. Seeing this happen, where they can make this change, whether or not things are split into stages, you know, maybe we could see different maps being rotated in or out depending upon how many competitive maps are in the rotation. Could be. Um, I know it's pure speculation. I just think it's cool that we see this, we see Call of Duty doing this. I think it'd be really cool because we talked about how it feels as though things get stagnant fairly quickly in the Halo competitive space because they're only playing on the same three or four maps the entire time, the same Three game types all the time. Yeah. So who knows? No, this is, uh, I mean, in my mind, Halo is going to have to do something to that effect if it's going to be a long-term plan again, which is. Absolutely. Uh, Justin says dibs on the covenant, which is the best mission in any Halo game. I added that last part because it's a fact. If you disagree with that, you're wrong. You can go fuck yourself. (laughs) Unless you think the best mission is this, uh, the silent cartographer on Halo 1, in which case I'd say you're close, but you're still not right. That's a close second. But the Covenant's the best mission in any Halo game. Get at me. Is that the, is that the tank? Beats that is the one where you start on foot, you get mongooses and warthogs, you work your way up, disable the first tower, go back down, get hornets, go to the second tower, realize that you don't need to be there, go to the third tower, disable that shit, get a tank, Go, get in hornets, fight scarabs, fuck that shit, get on a light bridge, then go through some rings, kill the truth. Yeah. Prophet of truth, that is. Spoiler alert. Watch Arbiter go, (laughs) you're like, fuck yeah, dude. The flood your friend, the flood your enemies. You go down a sphincter, mission's done. Sweet. Best mission in any Halo game. Straight up. Straight up. They also added Express uh, S&D and removed Garrison S&D. So that's that's the last part of that Call of Duty story there. The next story that we have, Activision fires dozens amid shift away from live events. This is by Jason Schreier of Bloomberg. And don't worry, if you don't have access to the Bloomberg article, I copy-pasted it here. Because paywalls are fucking stupid. 
Activision Blizzard Incorporated fired dozens of people on Tuesday across various departments, including 50 employees who handled esports programming and other live events. The, the uh, dismissals affect less than 2% of the total workforce or fewer than 190 employees, said a person with knowledge of the matter who asked not to be identified because of the number isn't public. Also among the cuts were employees at King.com, the makers of Candy Crush. The cuts signal that Activision plans a broader shift away from in-person events after a year of coronavirus lockdowns. Quote, players are increasingly choosing to connect up with, with our games digitally and the esports team, much like traditional sports, entertainment and broadcasting industries, has had to adapt its business to the impact the pandemic has had on live events, end quote, a company spokesperson said. U.S. workers will receive a minimum of 90 days severance and health benefits for a year, as well as, quote, job transition support, end quote, the spokesperson said. They will also be given $200 gift cards to Battle.net, the Blizzard online game service. No, that is not a joke. That is real. Last month, Blizzard held a virtual version of its annual BlizzCon convention that was more diminished uh, than previous shows. Even as it reduced staffing in some divisions, Activision Blizzard, known as franchise, known for franchises including Call of Duty and World of Warcraft, gave an optimistic outlook for this year and next, and said it expects to hire 3,000 people in 2021. But probably will not hire back any of those individuals that were let go. Because, yep, business. The one thing I will say, okay? The one thing I will say, is that 90 day severance is cool. Yeah. What's even cooler is health benefits for a year. They're not a union. They right. didn't they didn't have to do that. Okay? They're not a union. That's just very nice. I do want to give props where props are due for that. And yes, the $200 gift card thing is fucking hilarious. That, that just feels like... A slap in the fucking face. Like, yeah, that's what Shot said. Yes. And it just... It's just I, for the record, I want to state this. I did not read that first. Yeah. Shot and I are just on that same fucking wavelength. That's amazing, man. Holy shit, I did not read that. Oh, my God. So, yeah. It's just... It's, it's weird to me. Like, hey, you could still play our game. You're not going to be here anymore. Yeah. How about some, how about some, uh, fucking wow subscription months right there? Here you go. <laughs> 200 bucks. Unbelievable. Um, but yeah, like you're right about like 90 days severance. That's three months to find a different job. Yep. That's benefits for a year. If you can't find a job, you're covered. You're not being that left out. Huge. You know, you never know when you're going to have to go into the doctor for whatever, especially with what's going on right now. Exactly. So. I would hope their benefits are great. Uh, considering the, the how big that company is, mm -hmm. it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that they're great based off the size of the company. I would just hope that they are. Um, but yes, that is that's phenomenal. Um, next news story: welcoming Evo into the PlayStation family. This is by the Sony Interactive Entertainment blog. In 1996, a fledgling um, fighting game tournament sparked a cultural phenomenon that drew an international following through its inspiring exhibitions of skill and fun. In the decades since, countless legendary battles in that story tournament, now known as the Evolution Championship Series, EVO, have been waged in the virtual arenas of timeless games, many on PlayStation consoles. Today, we're thrilled to announce our next chapter in the story of PlayStation and EVO, the world's largest and longest-running fighting game tournament. 
Sony Interactive Entertainment has teamed up with RTS to acquire Evo through a joint venture partnership. With expertise spanning esports event management, brand and developer consulting, and gaming talent management, RTS is a new venture led by CEO Stuart Saw and backed by investors including global entertainment, sports, and content company Endeavor. Evo co-founders Tom and Tony Cannon will remain closely involved in an advisory role to ensure Evo continues to service the fighting game community and support its vibrant growth. This partnership marks a new collaboration, bringing together the resources and expertise that will allow us to elevate the global reach, scale, and fan engagement surrounding this iconic gaming tournament. Evo Online kicks off this August. With the support of world-class publishers, Evo is returning this year as Evo Online, a fully online competition taking place August 6th through 8th and 13th through 15th. Entry will be free, and players in North America, Europe, Asia, and Latin America will be able to compete in Bandai Namco Entertainment's Tekken 7, Capcom Street Fighter V Champion Edition, Warner Brothers Games Mortal Kombat 11 Ultimate, and Arc System Works' Guilty Gear Strive in an open format. The online qualifiers will be live streamed for fans, and more details will be shared in the coming weeks on evo.gg. Notice how Smash was not included. Our collective team is laser-focused on one mission, preserving the authenticity of Evo for the fighting game community and finding creative ways alongside our fans to grow the tournament and to make its events and broadcasts more fun, engaging, and accessible than ever. At its core, Evo will remain what it has always been, an open-format competition that gives fighting game fans from different countries a chance to connect, test their skills, and forge new friendships. A new chapter for our esports journey. For PlayStation, today's announcement makes an exciting step in our journey to foster the growth of the fighting game community in esports and support competitive gamers widely on our consoles. Fighting games are hugely popular on PlayStation consoles, with gamers logging more than 1.1 billion gameplay hours in 2020 alone. We're committed to breaking down the barriers for gamers to compete in all levels and providing a best-in-class global platform for them to showcase their skills and passion. We also want to voice our support for Evo's message today about creating a safe and inclusive environment for players. At PlayStation, we're always made that our high, we've always made that our highest priority as a collective team. We'll work closely together at, to ensure future Evo events are safe and welcoming for the entire community. We'll have much more to share about what's coming for Evo 2021 in the coming weeks and months. For the latest updates, please check out evo.gg. Um... And Jordan, yes, I did not see anything listed about KI. So take that as you will. The final story in Cotton of the Games Watch that I want to share is Next Gen VR on PS5, the new controller. This is my PlayStation blog. The design. The first thing you'll notice with our Next Gen VR controller is the unique design, which takes on an orb shape. Orb that allows you to hold the controller naturally while playing with a high degree of freedom. There are no constraints with how you're moving your hands, providing developers with the ability to create unique gameplay experiences. We also designed the new controller with great ergonomics in mind, so it's well-balanced and comfortable to hold in each of your hands. We applied learnings from testing users with a range of hand sizes, as well as the decades of insights from controllers across all PlayStation platforms. The result is an iconic design that will change how VR games are played. The funny thing is is that if you look at the design of the controller, it literally looks like an old PlayStation, not PlayStation, an old Sony logo um, for a, for uh, one of their software products, if I'm not mistaken. It literally looks like that. Huh. It's funny. So 
I saw the tweet. I, I didn't, I should have linked it, but I didn't. The features. Um, the new VR controller enables players to feel and interact with games in a much more visceral way. There are several features, including key features from the DualSense controller, which match our vision for what next generation VR games can be. Adaptive triggers. Each VR controller left and right includes an adaptive trigger button that adds palpable, uh, palpable tension when pressed. Similar to what's found in the DualSense controller. If you played a PS5 game, you'll be familiar with the tension in the L2 or R2 buttons when you press them, such as when you're drawing your bow to fire an arrow. When you take that kind of mechanic and apply it to VR, the experience is amplified to the next level. Haptic feedback. The new controller of haptic feedback optimized for its form factor, making every sensation in the game world more impactful, textured, and nuanced. When you're traversing through rocky desert, or trading blows in melee combat, you'll feel the difference, magnifying the extraordinary visual and audio experience that's so central to VR. Finger touch detection. The controller can detect your fingers without pressing in in areas where you place your thumb, index, or middle fingers. This enables you to make more natural gestures with your hands during gameplay. Tracking. The VR controller is tracked by the new VR headset through the tracking ring across the bottom of the controller. And then action buttons and analog sticks. The left controller contains one analog stick, the triangle and square buttons, a grip button, L1, trigger button, L2, and the create button. The right controller contains one analog stick, the cross and circle buttons. Why the fuck don't they just call it the X button? Cross and circle. Interesting. A grip button, R1, Trigger button R2 and options button. You got to have them options, Will. All the options. The grip button can be used to pick up in-game objects as one example. Makes sense. Duh. Grip If you're gripping things. That's it. Gripping dicks. That's it for COD and other games. Watch, Will. Oh, did you post the picture? Yep. <laughs> I forgot what the fucking logo was that that, that that looks like, but it's really funny. Yeah, it's like the old Sony... Um I'm going to look it up real quick. Please do. It's green and white. Oh, I thought it was like the orange one. I fucking forgot what it is. Sony Ericsson. That's it, yeah. It literally looks like that. Yeah, a little bit. No, it, it does. It literally looks the exact same. There you go. That's fucking hilarious. The Sony Ericsson software. That's what it looks like. Um, Justin says, I'm going to wait a while until the PSVR drops in price. PS4 VR drops in price. And I'll grab it and play around in VR. Really want to play squadrons in VR. Jordan, if I'm not mistaken, has done that with his Oculus Quest 2, I think. Jordan says it's dope. There you go. Will. Yeah. With that. That's it for Cotton Other Games Watch. It's time for Will's Adventures with the Lovers and Other Games too. Will, what'd you play last week? Well, if you've been playing, paying any attention to Twitter, I've been playing some Halo 5. You've been posting some clippies. Been posting some clips, yeah. Um, did we play for the play date? We didn't. 
We didn't do we the didn't play do a day. play date. But yeah. We had personal shit going on. Right. But yeah, played some Halo 5. Got some stuff in there. Played with uh, Shot, Justin at times. You hopped in. Oh, yeah. A couple times. Yep. You got uh, your first ever Overkill X term. Yes, I did. That was exciting. We lost the game, but I got the Overkill X term. It's all, you know. It's all that matters. <laughs> you, got, you, got your, uh, you got your clip. Yep. You got your uh, your milestone, you yeah. could say. Yeah. It's a big fucking moment. Uh, yeah. They don't happen very often. No. <laughs> Congratulations. A, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, we did play some Valorant yesterday. I went off with a sniper rifle with the uh, you operator. You fucking did. I got four kills that one, and we couldn't clutch it out. I felt bad. That's all good. Uh, I, I missed like three snipes on the last guy. So partly my fault too. And then we played the last game that I joined. It was, we like, we were up four to two and they just, they forfeited. Yeah. I'm like, all right, shit. We were honestly though, we were walking, just walking onto every site and they had no chance. True. The two, the two rounds they won was because Joey was AFK. Ah, uh, Justin says you joined up in Tuesday later on. You did. That was Tuesday. That late yes. night. Oh, wasn't it the one that I stole Justin's overkill? Maybe. That was fucking funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jordan says don't let him off the hook for the Valorant game. It's okay. I, I take full responsibility for multiple round losses because there was there was one where it was 2v1. We had the bomb planted, and he was – we're playing on – was Icebox? Is that the name of the map? Yeah. Yeah, we had bomb planted B – and it was again two v one, two on our team, one on theirs. The that player had a fucking sniper rifle, and I over pushed. Like we literally, I literally only had to play my life and wait for the potential bait for the defuse on B. I push out long side stupidly. I hit him a couple times, but he just domes me. I'm like fuck. So now it's a one v one. A teammate basically did the same thing, dies. They get the defuse right at the last second. They get the clutch round. If I literally just would have stayed back and waited for the bait, we, that could have been a better situation. Sure. So I definitely take responsibility for some round losses well, there. You play and you learn. That's exactly True. what you're doing. True. So. Absolutely. There you go. And then played some of the Outriders demo. Now, Josh, some, you played all of it. Yeah, I played all of it. Yeah. Josh is going to have some bad things to say about this game. I'm not. <laughs> They're not bad. Um. Just mediocre. Yeah, it's it's it honestly is kind of a, a mediocre game. It does have some cool things in it. Mm-hmm. Um, one, got to be prepared for the cutscenes. Some cut are scenes. not skippable. Um, see, that's weird because like I didn't run into that. Only one was I not able to skip. Well, I had a couple, but um, and in the in the prologue, sure. Um, the the abilities are cool. They're really fucking rad. They're really fun to use. The synergy now, is rad. Now that I've leveled up, I'm finding guns that have abilities. Yeah, and like, like I said, there's a, there's additional mods you can get to equip to guns too. Yeah, like I when I shoot someone, like it's literally like they they freeze them. Like yeah. they turn to ice. It's cool. And it, all the abilities look really cool when you're using them too. Yes. Um, the amount of blood's cool. Yeah. A lot of explosions. Um, the different armors and stuff you can get are pretty cool. Now there's also mods for armor. So that like, um, my character has this like slow feature where everything that enters a bubble gets slowed. Yes. And, um, I found 
pieces of armor that allowed that to either last longer or make the orb bigger. Okay. Um, I also found a, a piece of armor that makes my like slashing ability I'm able to use twice before it resetting. So it was um it's it's like another looter shooter, right? You yeah. Get get stuff and you don't know what you're gonna get and but there's vendors you can buy stuff from. Yes. Um the story is semi decent. Okay. I think the There needs to be like it feels like the game is missing something though to me. Here's if I was to put a blanket statement on this game, regardless if you know about the developer or not, this is a people can fly video game. That is what this is. They made Bullet Storm. A lot of aspects come from that. They they uh, assisted with Gears of War. A lot of aspects come from that. Oh, yeah, the hiding behind cover, moving from piece to piece. Yep. It's like an amalgamation of both of those franchises or both of those types of games into one. It, it's a cover shooter, but it doesn't need to be a cover shooter. You can get in there well, and bust fucking ass. Well, my character heals by close-range kills. Yep. So if I'm, like, it's it's like one of those things, if you ever get low on health, it actually benefits you to stay in combat and yes. keep fighting. But you, there is cover that you can easily just get behind with a tap of a button. There's vaulting, which Gears of War has. You can't jump. There's no jumping. Gears of War doesn't have jumping, right? Right. There's bombastic kills that Bulletstorm has. There's a lot of gore that Bulletstorm and Gears of War has. There's a lot of uh, corny humor and dialogue that Bulletstorm has. It's it's literally the two games put together in a more, I guess you could say, cohesive package where everything was, it felt like it was designed to work off one another. Sure. So. Yeah, that's all. Honestly, that's all I've played. All that's, right. That's been it. Um, you, sir. I don't have the only negative thing I have to say about the Outriders demo is that it crashed on me from an Unreal Engine crash. And I just stopped playing because I, I knew what the game was. So I just wasn't going to spend any more time with it. That's all it was. And it was at that time where Natan and I were thinking about dinner. We're going to get our kid down to bed. Is it near the end of that time of day? So that's all that was. Um, the thing you didn't mention that Dom mentioned frequently is the amount of loading screens there are. They're not long. It's just that they're semi-frequent. So that is what it is. Games load. What are you going to do? Um, so are you going to play the full game on Game Pass when it release? hmm. says, releases? The thing that I like about it is that it's not as what's the word I'm looking for? Grindy. Well, it can be though. Like literally to get me up to like level seven, Dom and I ran the same mission like three times. Okay. Cause there's a lot of enemies XP for it, whatever. Um, but there's something about it where like the gear, I'm just, I'm interested in getting the gear. Like, sure. It's, it's like it's at, the, at this point, at this point, destiny doesn't really do that. Like, I don't want to do all this extra shit that I don't need to do. Like, it's pretty much go do a mission, get gear from the mission. Like, it's not, you know, I don't have to worry about pinnacle or whatever. Sure. So literally you just keep leveling up the more you play, which is nice. It's not. It's like the base destiny experience. Yeah. Which is better yeah, than all the random shit we got now. Yeah, you have a story to play through and that's it. Yeah. So I don't know. 
Okay. I don't know if I'm going to play it. All right. It might be something where, like, if I'm bored and just want to shoot a bunch of shit, sure. The shooting's fun. The effects are fun. Uh-huh. I just want to know what, if there's anything else. And I'm guaranteed there will be more said about it, especially when it's closer and closer to release, which we are getting really close. But, like, the fact that it's coming to Game Pass on launch yeah. is really fucking cool. So well, there's, there's other things too, like that weren't in the demo. Like there, there's a crafting element sure. that wasn't unlocked in the demo. Um, I'm wondering if the world just keeps getting bigger. Sure. Because like, it's nice that you can actually uh, place fast travel points when you're running around the map. Yeah. They have certain spots that you can get to and yeah, I don't know. I hope there's more diverse environments and based off of the, the the overview trailer that was released during the Square Enix pre- presentation just a couple days ago or whatever, uh, it looks like there are. So, sure. yeah, it's it's something to look forward to, especially if, if you're in a little bit of a drought right now. So, I think the thing we missed on because we did skip a lot of the cutscenes is it does seem like it's very story driven game. Yeah, and and I think that's supposed to propel you to want to do more as well, but we skipped all those cutscenes just to get into the core gameplay. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's, this isn't a live service game either. Right. So it is a dedicated story that you follow through. It's, it's fully co-op. If you want to drop in, drop out. Um, it's cross platform, cross progression, if I'm not mistaken on everything. So it's just, the, yeah, it's just good shit. So it's like comfort food. Sure. Um, so yeah, I played until it crashed and I didn't play anymore. Played some Valorant with you and yep. Joey. The first time we played, I used that shotgun. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's fucking stupidly amazing. It was a lot of fun. I was popping people. It was great. Then we played later yesterday and, uh, I didn't do nearly as well. But still had some fun. Like you said, it's all about learning. Um, I don't think I'm a fan of that icebox map. I just don't think I like that map. All the other ones I enjoy for other aspects, but that icebox one, I just can't. I don't know. It's just not my jam. Yeah. Maybe I, I probably need to play more on it, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, don't know. I, I was watching some people play and attacking on that map. Um. You really have to have a coordinated push. Yeah. And like, we didn't really have like a lot of the abilities. Like we probably could have, you probably need a Viper on that map to cut sight, to have them throw that wall out. Or and, Sage putting a wall out to block an entrance or something. Yeah. We needed more of that and it just didn't come in the right times or the right spots. And, yeah. Um, But no, I, I like that game. I, I like the general it, flow of that game. It also didn't help that. So it was me, you, and Joey, and then we had two random teammates who maybe had three kills combined. Right. It was, yeah, they would just, they would push out right away, just die right away, and then it was 3v5, and we would just get collapsed on constantly. Exactly. So Exactly. Nature of the beast. Um, Jordan asks, are we going to play Torchlight 3? I have uh, no idea what that is. Diablo-like. Oh. I probably won't. I'm sorry, Jordan. I've never played it, Jordan. I loved the first and second game. I'm excited to give the third one a shot. As to when, I have no fucking idea. Then I played some Halo 5. 
let's we started with rage and we ended with revenge. So the rage portion is I included two screenshots in the show notes from when I was playing with you and shot mm-hmm. the other night. Okay. I had a bad day. You guys are playing. I'm like, maybe I just want to play some halo. Ask you guys if I could join. You guys said, yeah, I joined. I brought the team down. So one of the games I saved here was just a, a slayer game. If I'm not mistaken. And we played against a couple guys, Boxcar and Reverend, who are good, like they're great players. This isn't against them, okay? I'm not trying to shit on anybody. They're good players. Um, and we lost 50 to 43, all right? Keep in mind that we had lost, I think, all the games is when I joined. Yeah, we didn't win a single game. Yeah. So when I said I brought the team down, there you go. And I was not, I wasn't communicating well. You and I talked about it after the fact. It just, things were not going well. I was not helping the situation. So I'm like, fuck it. I'm, I, I'm, I'm leaving. So I played a couple dirt five races and I'm like, I can't, I can't end on that note. I can't end like that. So I went and solo duo Q arena later that night. All right. I played alone in the first couple games. I got fucking pooped on, but then the final game of the night that I played happened and lo and behold, I got matched up against Boxcar and Reverend in a separate playlist in solo duo Q arena. And uh, I know it doesn't show the map, but uh, it was Slayer on Regret. Nice. And I fucking hate that map. Mm -hmm. But our team was flying. They had spawns controlled up until about the last fourth of the game where the other team started to come back, but we won 50 to 49. This is where my revenge came into play and I did the best on my team. Now my numbers look pretty decent. It was all because I did what I did best. I stole kills. (laughs) Yeah. I hung back. I was flying with my teammates and obviously I was just putting team shots in, but yeah, I just stole a lot of kills. So I mean, Boxcar and Revered, 20 and 12 and 17 and 11. So. They played really well. They did. They still played well. But, but it's yeah. funny, the three teammates who I was with that game, I was getting shit on by being against them earlier. Yeah. So I finally got a game with them. We were able to control spawns for the most point, and everything just went the way that I was hoping for. So that was that was good. So I got revenge and that's all that mattered. Uh, Will, that's it. It's time for some shout outs. So shout out to everyone who joined in the community play date that you guys were playing in. Um, and then we joined later on. So thank you guys for keeping that going regardless. Uh, shout out to everyone who followed and subbed during the live show. Jordan, thank you very much for the 12 month resub. Our first year sub to the channel. Greatly appreciated my man. And then happy Belated birthday to Eli X. Happy belated birthday, man. Hope it was a great one. Community creations. I have a few for you here. These are some good shit. So Halo memes every day, obviously. Reddit.com forward slash R forward slash Halo memes. Clips of the week number 98 by High Tech Red Next should go live on Monday. We have Halo clip of the day. I'm including this in here by Goalie Sniper. Check him out on Twitter. He released a Halo clip. He showed the one where I stole his overkill. Um, a shameless plug. You can check out Will's as well. Will, what's your Twitter? 
Just I am Mr. Mayhem. There you go. Check it out. He put some Halo clips on there too. Uh, yeah, a few. Do it up. I don't know if I'm going to go day by day, but when I have them, they'll be there. They will be there. <laughs> Halo 5 Pro Series open number one EU VODs by the Europa Halo. The reason why I included this YouTube playlist in the show notes is because I wanted to give a particular shout out here to all the tournament organizers out there who stream your events. The LVT Productions, the GT Halos, the LFTGs, SWAT Nations, everybody out there, the HCS, right? Everybody out there. If I could ask for another suggestion, obviously, you know, brackets and tweets are awesome. Get more of that. But another really big suggestion, if I could ask, is that you upload your VODs to YouTube, okay? The reason why I ask this is because we've been running this show for a long time now, right? Old VODs on Twitch get deleted after a certain amount of time. They're not there forever. So believe it or not, we do go back sometimes and we look through years old footage, right? And sometimes it's incredibly hard to find, regardless of the tournament. So... If I could ask a favor, and this is what Europa Halo was doing, if you could upload them to your YouTube channel as well, that'd be greatly appreciated. It, it provides a permanent link, unless, of course, something gets banned, but regardless, it provides a somewhat permanent link to a tournament that is taking place. Always have a reference to go back to, and that would be incredible. So please, if you're listening to this and you're a tournament organizer and you stream your events, please think about doing that. It'd be greatly appreciated. Justin says, yes, please put bods on YouTube. Sometimes I like to just put it in the... Uh, old series I loved and watched them. Absolutely. Um, and it's funny because somebody had asked on Twitter or on Reddit, it was one of the two, like, hey, does anybody remember this event? Uh, like, I can't find a video for it anywhere. Sure shit, I try going back to our old show notes. We have the Twitch VOD because we're awesome like that. But of course, when you go to it, this video has been removed. And it's like, well, fuck. Then you literally can't find it anywhere else. So it was a DreamHack event, as a matter of fact. Yeah. DreamHack has a YouTube channel. The fuck? Or just put on the fucking HD. Like, oh my God. It's stupid. It's just stupid. Um, so yeah, big shout out to Europa Halo on doing that. Then we have arguably one of the greatest montage edits I've ever seen. I've been watching Halo montages for a very, very long time. This might be the best I've ever seen. It's called Lazaretto. This is by Fat Rat and it's edited by Normac. Um, now when I thought of Lazaretto, I thought it was going to use like the Jack White song Lazaretto, which would have been really fucking cool, but no, please go check out that video. It's incredible. It's like a minute and a half, but holy fuck. Then we have Kadaddle Manifest. This is a Halo 3 montage edited by Xander. Check that out. We have Halo wallpapers by SWAT Nation. These are really fucking cool mobile wallpapers that uh, were designed by their community, so go check those out. And then finally, I want to give a special shout out to something that we have on the set real quick. We have these 3D printed Halo Fusion coils. They're very well detailed, and they're made by an Etsy group called Spartan Pop... Jesus Christ. Spartan prop creations. So like I said, they have, they have two LEDs on the top and the bottom. It's all 3d printed. They're really fucking cool. And the box that they come in, um, they were, they include two replacement 
um, LED bulbs with each fusion coil. So go check that out. Again, Spartan Prop Creations, Etsy. They got a couple other things too. They have a, they have a 343 Guilty Spark, which looks fucking cool. Um, ODST drop, pro, uh, drop Pods, again, with LEDs in them. And then some weapons as well. You can go and check that out. Uh, Justin says that link better be in your show notes. It absolutely is. The last link in the community creations. Rip your credit card. They're really not that expensive either. So yeah, Natana bought these for me. Um, and I think they look fucking cool. The one thing I will say is they're fragile. They're very fragile. But when I said before, Sans, like it, it stands that they're really intricate in the way that they're 3D printed. It, it's crazy to me that something like that can be 3D printed. So check them out. Will, that's all I got for the community creations. Therefore, would you mind doing me a solid and plugging the show? Of course, you can find us on your favorite podcast services. Just search for HS Pro Talk. Go search where podcasts can be found. We have our Discord. Join the community discussion. Links provided in the Google Doc at the show notes of the show. We have our Xbox Club and Spartan Company, which I checked, and there are still people in there. So there you go. There are. Um, we have our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch channel. If you're live here, you know you uh, can find us on all those social media sites. We have our own Esportspedia page. And we have our own website, hsportalk.com. We can find a link to our merch. If you are interested, go check it all out. Yes. Do it up. Um, one thing I want to say before we close the show out, if you are a um, audio listener of the show, what platform are you mainly listening on? I know I converted Justin to Pocket Cast, and I know I shout them out all the time, and I really wish that they'd give me fucking money. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, like I love their service. I think it's incredible. But I just want to know, where are you listening to the show? Let me know. There's Justin with Pocket Cast. It's fucking red. Um, Will, thank you very much, as always, for plugging the show. Greatly appreciate it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Will, will you ask me the question that you that you stopped asking me because I never had anything listed? Josh, what do we got on the next episode? Our Shyway interview! Yay! I actually have something to say here. So yeah, uh, Tuesday, like I said, noon central audio, sir, audio podcast services and YouTube. Check it out. It'll be fucking red. And like I said, I got to schedule it, but our next interview to end March interview madness should be with Louis V Titan of LVT productions. Very excited for that. And I'm going to tease something because Will, you and I talked about it. We're going to get it scheduled for some time in the near future, but we plan on having an interview. Again, this is just a tease. Okay, we need to schedule things. We need to talk about it. But we plan on having an interview with Brian, a.k.a. Ragemore Nerd of Play Griffball and DJ Blue PDX, um, who has been around for, like, in everything. Because and he was the guy who basically set up Outpost, right? Yes, he was. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we plan on having a joint interview with them to talk about the play Griffball series that's coming up in association with DreamHack and everything. So that'll come soonish. Stay tuned for that. But uh, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for episode 173 of HGS Pro Talk. I want to thank you very much for listening. I want to thank you very much for watching. We'll be back next week to talk about some more Halo shit. And, uh, Probably, you know, 
tease another interview that we got lined up with Louis V. Titan. But, guys, it's going to do it for us. Stay tuned for the after show. We got some stupid quotes to talk about, maybe some jokes. But until next time, bye-bye!